Welcome to the resource room. I'm Amanda, the blogger and TPTer behind the Primary Gal. As a special education teacher, you are always supporting others, students, parents, general education teachers. But who is supporting you? That's where this podcast comes in. It's my mission to give you the help and support that you need. I'll be sharing my tips, tricks, research-based strategies, and professional development. I'm here to help you grow and learn as a resource room teacher. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Well, hello, hello, and welcome back to the Resource Room Podcast, where today we will be talking about my Tuesday and Wednesday routines so that I can ensure I have all of my decks in a row and all of my things kind of squared away for all of my paperwork and IEPs. This week's episode and next week's episode are really going to go hand in hand. This week I'll be talking about what I do on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, and I expect this to be a pretty short episode overall, because next week then I'll dive into a little more of the nitty gritty of how I write those IEPs and and that kind of thing. But today I wanna share what those days look like. So I use a website called monday.com to help kind of plan out what I'm going to do each day or each week. It's a weekly template and so it brings in all of the things that I've described on my episode about Mondays, Thursdays, and Fridays. All of those things are already there. But my Tuesdays and Wednesdays are completely blank. And they're not blank because I don't do anything on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. They are blank because those are going to vary from week to week. My Tuesdays and Wednesdays are dedicated just to tackling paperwork and IEPs. And as you know, that is going to vary from week to week. There are months where we have so many case conferences, so many initials, so many things coming up that we need to be ready for. And then other months we have maybe two or three and it's not as bad. So my Tuesdays and Wednesdays are kind of for dividing and conquering all of those things. I work best in big chunks or big batches. And especially in the next couple of weeks, as I share some of my other routines, you're going to be like, yeah, you weren't kidding. You do everything in chunks and batches. Even as I am recording this series of podcast episodes, I am recording, I did three episodes last week, and I am trying to record the remainder of this season all in one day. That's what I'm trying to do because that's just the way my brain works. Otherwise, it's kind of mix-matched. It doesn't all go together. So I like to do things all in big batches. While I'm in one mindset, crank it all out. And so that's where this Tuesday-Wednesday business comes in. So in the last three episodes, I've been able to say, on Monday, I do X, Y, Z. On Thursday, I do A, B, C. I've been able to spell out exactly what I do. I can't really tell you on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, always do this or always do that, again, because it varies. So instead, I want to give you kind of the list of things that I do on those days, and it's going to be different from week to week. Early in the month, that is when I am looking ahead of my calendar to see, okay, who is coming up this month? Who do I need to be scheduling? Okay, I have this student, this student, that student. Get it on the uh, my to-do list. I'm making a plan for the who, what, when, where is coming up. A lot of times, if I'm going to do that at the beginning of, as I'm recording this, it's March. So let's say it's the beginning of March. I might be looking all the way through to, say, mid-April so that I know I don't miss anybody. 
and I'll be calling parents. For some parents, that is so easy, and they answer the phone, and you set something up, and for others, not so much. You call them 99 times, you send them text messages, you write a note, eventually you pick a date, then they finally respond and say, hey, that date doesn't work for me. So for some, it's really easy, others, not so much. Others, I text, and they're like, hey, I'm not really ready for that yet because I don't have my work schedule yet, which is fine, but again, a little bit of a hitch or a kink. I make sure I have plenty of time to plan or to make all those phone calls or send those text messages or whatever needs to happen. So part of that includes scheduling. After I schedule it, then I have to put that same date into, again, what feels like 99 different places. So I am a paper and pencil kind of girl. So I like to write it on my calendar so that I have it right in front of me. That's what I look at. That's what I check every day so that I know what's coming up. So I like to put it there. But our school uses Google Calendar to reserve our conference room and let others know what conferences are, are coming up. So other team members. So with that, I'm gonna write it on my desk calendar. I'm gonna put it into Google Calendar. And then I also have to go into our IIEP system and put in the date, generate a notice of a conference so that I can send that home. None of those parts or pieces is hard. It's just a lot. Or sometimes, you know, a parent finally calls me back Tuesday afternoon at four o'clock or something. And so then it's like, oh, I'm ready to go. I'm not dealing with this right now. So then Wednesday, you've got to take care of all the other parts and pieces. Sometimes you're coordinating with a school psychologist or an autism coordinator, or other people on the team to make sure that everybody can attend. So none of it is hard. It can just be time consuming. So I dedicate a good week of that to just getting things on the books, just getting things ready to go and all of the paperwork started. Usually then while I'm in there doing that, then I will also go through and make sure that the dates throughout the IEP are all the same. So we have several different areas where um, in our system, once you put the dates at the beginning of the IEP, you can apply them to other parts, apply them to the goals, apply them to the provisions, apply them to different things. So I'll go ahead and do that. I'll look at some of my things that have been copied and pasted or like we um, have to describe our services like, you know, Amanda will receive direct instruction in the resource room where she will work on activities that directly target her IEP goals. In that section, whenever we had COVID, we also had to put in the event of school-wide cancellations, you know, so-and-so will join Mrs. Wolpe's Google Classroom, yada, yada, yada. A lot of our IEPs still have that. So when I'm doing all of that like front-loading part, I like to make sure that all of those things are up to date. That way at the end, whenever we're like just ready to finalize, all of those things have been checked. Usually I use that time to also update the strengths of the student, the iReady scores, and things like that. It's not ready for a full-blown present level because I haven't even assessed the student yet, but I can kind of get the bones of the IEP ready to go. I also use Tuesdays and Wednesdays for assessing students. So if I know that there's an initial coming up or I have an annual coming up, I know I need to assess certain students. After I assess them, then I also need to write their present level. Sometimes I'm able to do that very quickly. Maybe I only have two kids that particular month. And so I can basically assess one on Tuesday, 
write the present level. Assess the next one on Wednesday, write the present level. But then there are other months where I have four, five, six different um, students that I need to assess. I'm not gonna be able to crank those all out in two days. But by knowing I have them all assessed, I can easily write those present levels before that conference ever even approaches. On Fridays, I also have this tiny block of time where I often do observations for my students who are in the evaluation process. And on Friday, I don't have time to like type up the whole report or I kind of type it as I'm going or as I'm observing, but I'm not proofreading. I'm not making sure that my sentences are perfect or that I'm really describing everything in detail at that time. I'm, I'm attempting, but sometimes it results in just taking some really good notes, especially depending on the student. Um, I once had a student with ADHD who I was really trying to document everything, like what I was seeing. My little fingers couldn't type fast enough and I am a pretty good typist. However, it was hard because I couldn't keep up with what that student was doing. So I was trying to just take some really good notes and I can go back later and make them into coherent thoughts that others are able to read. That is a lot of times what I'm doing on Tuesdays and Wednesdays as well. I'm not gonna have time on Friday, just get the observation done and then polish up my report on a Tuesday or a Wednesday. If I have time on a Friday, I will polish it up then because I do believe that the fresher it is in your mind, the better, but we have to be realistic. There are only so many things that you can get done and again, I think you have to manage your expectations and your priorities. To me, an observation that, you know, for a conference two weeks from now is not the most important thing compared to the instruction of my kids or the small group um, lesson planning that needs to be done or prepping. That is not my number one focus. And so I try to let that be reflected in what I'm doing then on the day to day. Do you feel like you have a good peek into my Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday routines? During my prep time, it is very routine. For some people, that may not work. They may not like that, it's too predictable. But for me, there's a time and a place for all of the important things that I know have to be done. And so it works for me. I like predictable. I like knowing exactly what I'm gonna do every Monday when I walk in. For me, I think I have to have that, otherwise I freeze. When I have a ton of things to do, I don't do anything. I've been in those situations. This year has been kind of an odd year. I know we're out of COVID and all the things, but it's just been really weird and busy and behavior and all of that. And so I feel like there have been many times where it's like, oh my God, I am drowning. And it's because I've gotten away from my routine. It's because I'm not doing some of those things. And so then I just sit, I told the, the girl that I share my room with, one day I was there just sitting at my desk and I'm like, oh my gosh, Sarah, I have so much to do and I can't even do anything because I'm like frozen. I have to have a plan for those things in advance or I won't do anything. I know that about myself. I'm an avoider. So maybe that's you. Maybe the stress does the opposite to you and you're like, man, when I, when like push comes to shove, I come through and I get all these things done. I need the pressure. I am an okay procrastinator. I can do it. But when I have a mountain of things, I freeze and I don't know what to do. Even though I do know what to do. I literally have a list of things in my head that have been going and going and going. But by, by having a good plan, for my Monday through Friday prep time, 
I'm not wasting my prep time because I know what needs done. And I know I have chosen the things that are the most important that are going to keep me in a job, that are going to keep my students growing and learning, that are going to keep me in compliance. And anything else can wait. Anything else, not that it's not important or not a priority, but it's just not the top priority. So I encourage you to do the same things. Your days, your prep time will look different than mine. Maybe you have a longer prep or a shorter prep whatever, but find a way to figure out some of those routines so that you know you're getting the important, essential things done. Every single day, make sure it happens. I can't wait to talk to you next week about my routines around writing IEPs. Talk to you then. Well, my friend, that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening to the Resource Room Podcast. I truly, truly love to help and support other special ed teachers. Because of that, I run a Facebook group just for us. Search the resource room and request to join. You can also check out my website, theprimarygal.com for blog posts, pictures, and more information. Until next time, have a great week.